Welcome to Pixie Evil's World, and today I'm gonna tell you a very fucking crazily hilarious story that you're probably gonna be like, what the fuck, that is no way that is real, but this story is absolutely real and hilarious. So, when I was pregnant with my oldest son, I was a single mom. His dad walked out on me. So, when it came time for me to come go into labor, my cousin and my aunt, Net-Net, like, came and picked me up to take me to the hospital. I had explicitly asked them not to call my mom because... My mom is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and she makes everything about her, and stresses me out, and makes me absolutely miserable. I had previously discussed, both with my aunt and my cousin, how I wanted to give birth. I actually printed out my birthing plan and everything, and with what to do in case something happens to me kind of stuff. Which is something really important that all mothers should do before they have babies. So that the hospital knows. So they were completely okay with it. So my cousin called her mom and told her I was in labor. And guess what her mom does? Her mom calls my mom. Did not tell any of us. None of us. And I was too busy being in labor for the, with my first child for the first time to, un, to remind myself to tell the nurses not to let my mother in. So, I'm in labor and we've been there for a little while. And here my mom, I'm assuming because this was like on a weekend. So... I assume my mom had been out drinking and she waited till she was sober kind of thing. So she comes flying into the room and goes, I'm here, baby. I'm here. And I'm just looking at her. I was like, mom, this is exactly what I said. I said, mom, why are you here? Well, Blanche, my cousin's mother, called me and told me that you were in labor and to hurry down here you were going to have the baby I was like mom we just started labor like just a few hours ago and they just gave me the medicine to induce the labor to make it go faster and she looked well I'm here I'm here I was like mother I didn't want you here and I asked them not to call you what? Why would you do that? You need me. I'm like, no, I do not. Can you just go sit down? So they get me this in. And a couple of weeks before I had my baby, my brother, who is my baby brother, is, I'm actually the oldest. So, just so we're clear on this. He, um, he, he and his wife had just had a baby. I don't know. Okay, my dead brother has asked a lot of kids, and I don't know which child it was. I think it was his second child, if I'm not mistaken, his, his second baby. And the baby was in the NICU there at the hospital. So they have been in the hospital going to see the baby. Well, I'm sitting here in labor, 
And I, I just, for a better explanation, my sister-in-law is taller than me. I'm 4'6", but her mother and aunt are shorter than me and actually are cons- completely, like, until just a couple of years ago, uh, 4'6 wasn't considered dwarf. Uh, so at the time they were considered dwarfs. It's, uh, I forgot, I think they have the dwarf, dwarfism runs in their family and certain kinds of, uh, birth defects. I, I can't remember. There's a name for it. It's a chromosome disorder, if I'm not mistaken. I may be mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, so they're really short. And these people are from the Appalachia boom boots and they are very what's called clannish which means they all stick together they don't go nowhere without each other they are with each other all the time so i'm in labor and finally the me- the medicine's kicking in and i'm starting to finally go into hard labor and keep in mind this is hours and in this time of hours, my mom has already been over petting my hand and acting fucking crazy and calling everybody she goddamn knows and fucking just annoying the fuck out of me. And I call my cousin over and I say, Tina, honey, I can't, I can't, I can't handle her being here. You need to ask her to leave. And then while I'm talking to her, uh, she has called my uh, cousin's mother and told her, asked her to come and get my aunt and take her home. My aunt wanted to be there because it's, we'd been in there for, it was like three or four o'clock in the morning when I went into labor. We'd been in there. We, she'd already been in there for like three or four hours. And my mom called and made my uncle, my aunt, have my uncle come and get her and take her home. It, I just want to explain explain that my aunt and and I were extremely close um my mom had abandoned me when I was three years old so I lived with my grandmother and my aunt isn't like my aunt she's more like my sister and my grandmother had passed away when I was nine and my grandmother was more like my mom okay my mother has never been there so I I just want to make that really clear um so it it really upset me when she did that because my aunt started crying and like it's like she didn't even act like it was a thing and my cousin's like calls her mom and says why are you coming and get well sandy said which is my mom that she and i was like i said Nat Nat said she wants to stay and she wants to be here with me and i want her with me i don't want if she don't want to go she don't have to go if she gets tired, she can lay down on my bed and I'll get up and stand and have the baby. And they're just looking at me like, what? And I'm like, I can stand and have a baby. Let Nanette have my bed if she is tired. I can sleep afterward. I can get over there in the chair over there and lay down and go to sleep. And everybody's just looking at me crazy. And my aunt's like, why don't, I'll, I'll just go ahead and go. And she's crying. My aunt was, is, like, I guess she was in her late 70s, you know. My uncle just passed away not even that long ago. It really, it hurt me. It had hurt me that my mom did that. 
But my mom wanted her out. It was like she thought that she was in her way. So she had to get rid of her. And then I was upset because I wanted her to be there. And I had my cousin call my um, uh, my friend Ashley. Because um, Ashley is gay. And she has some health issues. So that if she ever wanted to have kids, she would never be able to. So I had her call Ashley because Ashley would never get to experience having a baby. So I wanted her there for when the baby, you know, to, to be there at the end, the last part of it. So Ashley shows up and she brings my other friend with um, with her. They all came together. And um, that way we, because we had planned this because we wanted to have backups so people can rotate out. And then my, uh, my friend, um, my, my friend Michael, he went ahead and called my dad and let him know that, um, he, you know, how long the nurses said it'd be. And then I'm sitting here and we just started hard labor. We're waiting on dad to get here. Ashley just walked in because she lived right down from the hospital. She didn't live far. Her and Michael had. And Michael's making the important phone calls and getting everybody food and drink and then going and uh, rotating out with people in the lounge and, you know, like my cousin and stuff, you know, and Ashley and everybody's rotating around. All of a sudden, it is seven o'clock in the morning. And, well, no, I'm going to take it back. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay, and I'm in hard labor. And my mom has been on the phone the whole time. She wouldn't even talk to anybody. And all of a sudden, my brother just walks in. And then there's a lot of people. And what I witnessed was the most fucked up thing. Like, they were lined up from the tallest to the smallest. And all different colored clothes that did not match and outfits. And the whole time, all I could hear is... And one of them had light up shoes. Like dress shoes that light up. And they had like, they lit up as she walked. And she was wearing some fucked up multicolor outfit. And so did everybody else. And I don't know any of these people. And they are just standing around my bed looking at me. And I'm like, what in the holy fuck? And I looked over to my cousin. I said, is an elephant going to come in here next? And my cousin started dying laughing. And I looked at Ashley. I said, if I, 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 I am not a quiet person. I said it loud enough for them to hear. And I looked over at my friend Ashley and I said, for the love of God, who drove the clown car into the hospital? And she started busting out laughing so loud, she had to leave because she couldn't control herself. And my brother just plops down next to my mom, and then he starts sitting over there trying to aggravate me and run his mouth and be a little dickhead. And I turned around and looked at him. I said, you need to shut the fuck up before I get up and beat you to fucking death with my damn fucking IV pole. And the midwife came in and she goes, who are these people? I said, I don't know. I said, 
wasn't the. I don't need. I didn't. None of these people are supposed to be up here. I said it. I didn't ask my mom to be here. I didn't ask any of these people to be here. I said the only ones that are supposed to be here were my aunt, Ashley, my friend Mike, and my cousin. And that's just so everybody could rotate out, so I wasn't alone and nobody was too tired. Everybody could run and eat and get rest and sleep. I was like, we had it all planned out. I don't know what this fucking mess is. And my brother's standing there looking at me and the middle after this was said, you all need to get out and get out now before I call security and kicks them out. And my mom comes running over there and she's like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? I said, mom, they have no business having all these people up in my fucking hospital room. I am fucking having a baby and I'm fucking naked. I said, I just have a fucking hospital gown on why the fuck would you think that i want any of these motherfuckers up in my in my fucking room and she's like you should talk to your she goes you should talk to me like that i was i'll talk to you anyway i want to i'm the one fucking having a baby you weren't welcome there's not a reason for you to be fucking in here and my cousin's mouth is just wide the fuck open. And I know a lot of you are going to say that is really mean. But you don't understand the shit my mama has done in my life to absolutely ruin everything. Everything. You just don't understand. Like, she was absolutely deserving of it. And she's like, you're just saying that because you're in labor. And I was like, no. And then she grabs my hand and starts petting me because I started going into really hard contraction. And she's like, it's going to be okay, baby. And I, was, I said, mom. Don't touch me. And she just looks at me and she tried to act like she's crying. There wasn't even tears coming out of her eyes. I said, if you're going to stay, then get your ass over there and just sit down. I don't want you in here in my face. And Ashley just stood in the door because... So, a lot of people don't realize that the people that are in my life that I'm closest to... Just like my sister. My sister is not my sister by birth. She is my sister by choice. She is firsthand witness the crazy shit that my mom does. And so has Ashley. So is my friend Mike. Most of my friends have witnessed it. It's pretty horrific and traumatic. It's not something that any child should ever have to go through. So you have to keep it in mind. Ashley just stood beside because she just didn't want because of what was going on to stress me out more and she didn't want to say anything to my mother because it would start a fight and she told my aunt she goes well I'm gonna go I'm gonna go down I'm gonna try to make sure that uh her dad no uh can find the room and uh walk him uh, walk them up here and my mom's like walk them is it not just him and I said no Pam's coming too well, Pam don't have no business. Yes, she does. She's been more motherly than you. You need to quit. This isn't about you. And then she gets on the phone bitching to everyone she knows about how I mistreated her while I was in labor and on and on. And the midwife came in because you know, I'm, I'm dilating more and more. And dad shows up like right when I started going into hard labor and the midwife asked, who do you want in here with you while you're in labor? And I said, well, I want Ashley in here. And then we've got a family member that can't join us. And, uh, so we want to call them and then 
have the phone off the hook so they can hear and know what's going on. And they were like, that's fine. We've had, you know, people do that all the time. So Ashley makes the phone call and says, you know, sits the phone to receiver where we all could hear it. And as I'm in labor, so Ashley's holding my head and I'm pushing and my mom, mom in the blatantly in the background, why is she in there with her? And my dad is like, Ashley can't have babies. So this is, this is probably going to be the only way she'll ever be able to experience this. And this is something special that, you know, she's doing for her. It's not about you. And it, it just made my mom so mad. So she went to the door and, and when I started hollering, when I started pushing, my dad got scared and he tried to uh, fling the curtain open and run in. And the nurse is like, no, 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 she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. And my stepmom, she starts laughing. She says, I believe she's fine. She's okay. She's fine. Her blood pressure and everything's okay. Because my stepmother's a nurse. She's fine. She's she's going to do this. And so, uh, one of the nurses got antsy because of how little I was. You know, she was afraid that I was going to need help. Because, I, I don't know why. I, but I got him out just fine. He just, he popped out. He didn't pop out like, oh, did we just shoot out like a little rocket. But he popped out. And it was normal. It was just a really long labor because it was the first time I was in labor. And he ca- he came out and Ashley got to cut the cord. And then dad came in and got to be the first one to hold him. And what was really messed up is, and you know, I don't think I even thought about it then. I just realized it. I had the baby and then the first one to hold it was my dad. And then my mom or stepmom didn't want to overstep toes. And she asked mom, she says, do you want to be the first one to hold the baby? And my mom just gave her a look and then walked out the room. And she goes, I'm just going to go. She said, I'm going to go on home. I'm tired. She didn't even hold the baby. And then my stepmom held it. And then Ashley held it. And I held it. You know, it was just a lot of us held <laughs> taking turns holding the baby and taking pictures and shit and everybody that was on the phone on the three-way call was bawling and crying so you could hear them tearing up and everything and Ashley had to get on there she's like she's fine the baby's she's like I heard everybody's just crying and going on and so like Michael took everybody home that didn't have a car and like Ashley she ended up staying for quite a while. My cousin stayed for quite a while before she went home. And then uh, my dad's like, I'm going to go and we're going to go back home and go to go to bed. And then we'll be back first thing in the morning. And of course they were. And I brought in all kinds of gifts and stuff. So, uh, and he, he was there every day that we were in the hospital. I don't, with Rowan, I think we were only in there two days. I don't think we were in there very long at all. Rowan didn't have any problems like that at birth. So now Oak, he did because they didn't sucker him out because it was a whole panicky, weird situation. And they didn't properly sucker out the, the goop. So he had some breathing issues at first. But once they got him, finally got it all out and up, he was fine. He didn't have no more problems. Jasper's another story. He was in the NICU for... 
um, a few days. So we were in the hospital for about a week with Jasper. Me and Jasper both were. So, yeah. But I figured y'all get a kick out of that story. Like, suddenly being in labor with everything showing, and here you have an entire circus. I swear to God, it looked like a circus. And all I could hear was... And I'm like, looking at my cousin, going, where the fuck is the elephant? Is the elephant coming? Are there going to be giraffes? Fucking... Who let the fucking clown car in? I don't know. Like, when you sit back and you look at things, you think, like, what in the world were, they pe- were these people thinking? And if, like, to know my mom and my brother, my brother and mother are just alike. So, anything to make it all about them. And he was like, well, we're, we're up here because we're visiting our baby in the NICU. Well, that doesn't mean you come up here and have the enti- your entire, in every one of your in-laws up in a room where your sister's in labor naked as a jaybird. Like, that makes no fucking sense at all. Like, at no point was there any consideration for me or little Rowan, it's about to pop out, or anyone else. It's like... What the fuck? And she was in there inviting everybody in the world. My mom. She's telling all her drunk buddies to come up here. And everybody's like, no, no, no. I'm glad they didn't just show up. Because I'd have been pissed. I would have been damn pissed. Because i tell you what she did. She didn't show up at all for the labor. Which I'm very thankful for. I chewed my aunt out. Because my aunt did call. And I hate that I was mean to her. Because at the time. She was um, going through cancer and on her deathbed. And I do regret being mean to her. And this is not Net-Net. This is my cousin's mother. Um, but I just made it absolutely clear. Look, I don't want... I said, you just don't understand, Mom. I was like, I understand what you meant. You you had very good intentions the first time that you called my mom when I my first child and all that. But... It just wasn't needed, and you shouldn't have done that. It caused a whole bunch of chaos and just crazy shit while I was trying to have a baby. I was like, so absolutely do not call her. You can call her after I have the baby, but you're not going to call her while. Because I'm not dealing with all that. I was like, I've already informed the nurses that she's not allowed at the hospital after I have the baby. And my aunt was like, I will just agree that you were correct about that after the last time. I didn't know that she was going to do what she did. I said, that's what mom does. It's always been what mom does. It's always just about her and what she wants and how she wants to do things. It, you know, no, she has no, no, uh, she doesn't care about anybody else's feelings or anything. She's an extreme narcissist. It, she just, she has no actual real emotions. So, you know, she can try to manipulate you to think that she does, but she really honestly doesn't and cannot actually love anyone. And it's something that's really hard to deal with. It's emotionally devastating. So, I mean, 
you know, I didn't tell that to my aunt, but that is what, how she is and what it's like. Now, when I had Oak, of course, as I told you in the last episode, I literally, like, I kept telling the nurse that I needed it, that I needed to go to the bathroom and I'm asking for like a bedpan. Because my friend's there, and like we don't give a shit. We, I think, what you after you get a certain age, when you are close to others, it doesn't bother you when you have to do some really gross things to help each other out. I just so you know, or after you have kids, for that matter, you've changed so many butts. It just doesn't, you know, stuff like that doesn't bother you. Like a bedpan is fine, and they, you know, they've got boxes of gloves, so it wasn't a big deal. So. I was like, bedpan. And like my friend even was like, just can you get us a bedpan? We just need, a, you know, a bedpan. And she's like, no, no, no. Get up and go to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm going to go into labor. I just need the bedpan. So at least then I'm not making a mess. And she's like, no, 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 no. And I went, I sat down on the toilet. And as soon as I started to use the bathroom, I just started, he just came right the fuck out. I have to say that when it comes to labors and the quickness of getting the baby out, Oak was the quickest. And it was simply because of the position that I was in. Because when you're in the squatting position, like you're sitting on a toilet, it opens up your cervix. So it makes it easier for him just just to slide on out. And I ended up reaching down and grabbing his little head because the whole time I looked at my friend, I was like, I don't want his head touching the toilet. I said, is any part of him touching the toilet? And she's like, no. She goes, you did pull just a bit. I'm going, she goes, raise up slightly and I'm going to clean you up because I don't want that getting on the baby. It can make him sick. I was like, do what you got to do and just tell me when you're done. And she's screaming for the nurse to come in because she was scared that I would just completely have him. And we didn't want the rest of him going into the toilet um, because we needed an extra set of hands. And the little nurse, because of it being a teaching hospital, this was her first actual birth. And she was freaking the fuck out and screaming. Like, you thought I was dying. Like, I was dead and coding the way she was good. The whole word heard her screaming, screaming. All of a sudden, my room filled with nurses. And she's like, you're going to have to get up off the toilet. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Just, I looked at her. I said, will you just put some towels down in the floor and let me finish squatting and just, you know, get him the rest of the way out? And she said, but he's got the cord on his neck. And my friend just looked at her and she goes, are you serious? And she just reached down and she unflicked it. And the girl's like, you're not afraid. You're not afraid to do that and touch it. She said, honey, I've had eight babies at home. I know exactly what to do. And my friend just over washed her hands. And she's like, I don't know what you think she's going to do. She said, why don't you, you can either put the towel down on the floor and let her just have it, or you could get your hands up underneath her where she's at and just finish letting her finish pulling the baby out. Or just, you know, it coming out. Because it's out. There's no pushing left. His head, he's literally breathing and looking at you. Then she's like, he is. He's looking at me. Just grinning. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're going to have to get it. I said, you're going to have to lift me up off his toilet if you want me off of it before he gets out. And then she makes me waddle 
instead of putting some towels down and just getting up underneath me and catching the baby, waddle all the way to the bed and lay down. And then everybody's like, and this little Asian guy, and I felt so fucking sorry for me. This was also his first birth. This little Asian nurse walks in and he goes, Okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna get you to like give a good push. And I'm looking at, I was like, I looked at him, I said, You, you do see that his head and shoulders are out, right? And he goes, Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I, I grinned real big. And I looked at him, I said, Okay, you stand right in front of me and get that towel and stand right in front of me. Now he just follows my instructions. Why in the world he just did it? I don't know, but it it was wonderful. It was so fucking wonderful. He gets the towel and he stands in front of me. I'm laying on my back. I'm literally, I'm not cramping. I mean, I've had the baby. He's just out. He just needs to be slowly slid out so that the placenta can fall. Um. So, and I knew if I did what he's asking me to do, that if I did it hard enough, the baby would shoot out like a rocket and land in his arms. So I said, get all the way up to the table, get the towel. And then I said, are you ready? And he said, yes. And I, I pushed really hard and I just shot him out at his mouth and his eyes got big and his mouth dropped wide open. And he was, oh my God, what the fuck? And I started laughing and my friend who is, who's standing beside me starts busting out laughing. And he goes, what the fuck? How did you do that? And I started laughing. I said, honey, I'd already completely had him in the toilet. I was just literally holding him in me by my muscles and hands. So he was fine. And he's just freaking out and shaking. And the, um, my midwife came running in and she said, what the fuck happened? Like, she's literally cussing them out. Okay, ad break really fast. <laughs> 